It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. It's where we go back to yesteryear and check out fun stuff from Pittsburgh Steelers past. With the draft coming up, we did have to go ahead and do the live chat mock draft selection show. And that is going to be next week. So everybody knows who their picks are. I'm going to do them real quick. New York Jets, number one, Snowman, San Francisco, Chad Dobbs, Atlanta, Terry Bittinger, Cincinnati, Mike Smith, Miami, number one, Stacey Lynn, Detroit, Cairo, Carolina, Bad Itch, Denver, Jeff Lauderdale, Dallas, Just Living Life 97, New York Giants, Yonair Antonio Cabeza Manrique, Philadelphia, Cree Ickes, LA Chargers, Russ Obenstein, Minnesota Vikings, Sean Manahan, New England Patriots, Solarverse 6, Arizona, David Briggs, Las Vegas, Tate Boys, Miami, number two, Matt Smith, Washington, Ken from Jersey, Chicago, Jerry Cherry, Indianapolis, Percy Foreman, Tennessee, Tyler W., Jets, number two, Matt Stofko, Pittsburgh, J-O-W, Jacksonville, number two, Thomas Zaylor, Cleveland, Todd Fairy, Baltimore, Asiatic Noble, 28 is New Orleans, Tyler Jacobs, Green Bay, Kobe Pacow, 30, Buffalo, Zach Farnsworth, Kansas City at number 31, Drew Wood, and for the second year in a row at number 32, Tampa Bay is going to be selected by Donald Nolan. So there you go. Wow. And we picked him out of eggs, so we had no way to know that Donald was going to get that again. I got to tell you, that was a lot of fun. So aloha from Maui, says Marina, Jane, and Bert. I appreciate that. Everybody that's hanging out with us this morning, 
Thank you so much. Gosh, what time is it in Maui? Man, that's really early if you're you're hanging out there. So I appreciate it. So let's go ahead and go into some tales from 2 a.m. and have some fun with this. And here's what I'm thinking. Everybody remembers where they were when the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Some pe- people that were alive and watching in 1972 remembers where they were for the Immaculate Reception. I remember where I was. I have no recollection. I was in a cradle somewhere. I was in my parents' arms. I was just a. I was just two weeks after my first birthday. So I was really young back then. But I remember where the Steelers were when they won Super Bowl 13 and 14. I remember where they were when Ben made the tackle. I remember some. I remember when Jesse James caught the ball, but nobody else thought he did. I remember all of those big moments in Pittsburgh Steeler history. And I remember I could tell you where I was for all of them. When Ben found 10 in the end zone in Super Bowl 43, I remember it. When Mendy fumbled in Super Bowl 45, gosh, I was near tears and I was an adult. You know, but I remember. But something else that I do remember. Maybe a lot of you don't. I love draft day more than, not more than I love the games, but I love them so much, and I really enjoy it. Um, You know what? I'm going to say this. Matt Stofko jumps in. Anybody have the YouTube link to last year's draft that we did? So what you can do is you can go back to YouTube, and I would say you would just go back to the Monday before the draft, which I think would be around April 16th, April 17th, somewhere. Actually, it would probably be around April 19th, April 20th, somewhere around there and go on YouTube and you could find it there. You would just have to uh, scroll through a year, but you could find the draft there. So that's all you have to do. Uh, Dave Shipley says, my dad and grandfather were at the game and they heard the roar when they were leaving early and missed the play. And I know that was for the immaculate reception, but since I love the draft so much, I watch the draft religiously every single year, or at least I try. My family knows now that that's the weekend that I'm not going to be around because I'm going to be holed up in a room in the house and I'm watching the draft because that's, Now that I'm with BTSC, I'm working for it, but it's still great pleasure. And check out BTSC this year for the draft. We are going to have five minutes after every pick. We are going to be on live. We're going to be on live for the number four picks and the number seven picks because, well, the second picks of number four and number seven, because we're already going to be live five minutes after the the first pick of the fourth round and the seventh round. So we're going to have so many podcasts On the audio side, we are going to have breaking news podcast immediately after the Steelers pick. Well, maybe about 10 minutes afterwards, as Dave Schofield will break in with breaking news and give you a quick 10-minute show about the Steelers draft pick from 1 all the way to 7B. There might be more picks if they make a trade. There's going to be a breaking news podcast if the Steelers do make a trade and trade up or trade down. We're going to have so much action. And we want you to be there for us. We're going to have a pre-draft show that's going to come out Wednesday morning. It's going to be with KT Smith, my pre-game show buddy. And Matty Peverell is going to be on that show too. 
That is going to be on the audio only side. So remember, we're just not a YouTube or a Facebook show. Check us out on the audio side. Remember, when you're driving, it's great to listen to us. That's a good way to do it. You could find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Luminary, anywhere, Google Play, anywhere that you find your favorite podcast, add us to your favorite podcast and check us out all the time when you're driving or when you're at the gym. I know, you know how Jeff, Jeff Hartman, I almost called him Jeff Schofield. How about that? When Jeff Hartman, he listens to the shows at the gym. That's how he catches up on the other BTSC shows. I do it when I'm driving. So there's a lot of ways to get these shows, but draft day, we are going to be your one-stop shop. We're going to be your non-stop shop. And not only on the podcast side, but check out BTSC, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That's where you're going to find out everything you want to find out immediately. There's going to be draft reaction. There's going to be everything. So that is something that I want to make sure that you check out. And I can't wait to talk about it. Now, I've got some great draft day memories. And Tales from 2 a.m., as you know, it's stories from me, Mr. 2 a.m., and where I was. And I hope with these stories, it kind of sparks you to remember some of these moments. Maybe you're not draft crazy like I am. But I can remember some specific moments from the draft. When I was making this list, I didn't put every year on there. Why would I? But I'm putting years that something significant happened or a significant situation. They're not great 2 a.m. stories. They're, there's not wacky stuff going on. There's not too much wacky stuff going on, but, but there's scenarios surrounding it. So the first draft that I remember watching. Now, I started paying attention to the draft in 1983, the Dan Marino the senior sack Gabe Rivera year. I was there for that draft, but in the newspaper and on the TV news. I didn't watch it live. I was 10 years old at the time. Actually, I was 11. I had just turned 11. And I don't remember watching it live on ESPN. We didn't have ESPN yet, actually. That's probably, no, my grandparents did. And I remember maybe watching a little bit of it up there, but I didn't pay attention to it as much. The first draft that I remember watching live was from a Thursday in 1987. And I had a migraine the night before. When I was a kid, my allergies led to migraines. They were really bad. When you were a kid growing up in the 80s and you went to a restaurant with your family, there was a smoking section and a non-smoking section but it wasn't separated by anything. And cigarette smoke would give me a migraine. Chocolate would give me a migraine, mold, dust, stuff like that. I would get bad migraines as a kid and I'd end up begging to go lay in the back seat of the car. And I know I've ruined a lot of dinners for my parents that way because one of them would end up coming and sit with me because I was that miserable. Um, my ears would turn red. I would have a horrible headache. And so I remember in 1987, I couldn't go to school. And the draft was on a Thursday morning that year for some reason. And it started really early. And Snowman asked, how am I doing now? I, I'm doing great with migraines. I hardly get, I get one um, more of a cluster headache, not really a true migraine now. And I get one every six to eight weeks, but I haven't had one in a while. Knock on wood. 
but I'm very, I'm very happy for that. I, it's something I pretty much grew out of. Get them every once in a while, but not a big deal. But I had a migraine and when I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning, I was still feeling a little foggy, but I, my parents did not make me go to school and I realized that the draft was on. So they all went to work. I'm home by myself. My sister's in college at this point. I'm a sophomore in high school. And so I'm feeling a little bit better, but not great. So I go and put the draft on to watch the Steelers see one of the great falls in the draft. Not fail, but fall to watch Rod Woodson fall to the Steelers at number 10. And that was so, I mean, that was my first real draft coverage and how they were, they were uh, going to people's houses and they had the green room and they things like that. It was just so amazing to me. So I absolutely loved my first real draft memory of the Steelers getting Rod Woodson. And for some reason I have memories. Something that really sticks out in that draft is the Chicago bears selecting Jim Harbaugh at the end of the first round of that draft and really surprising a lot of people because they had, Tom Zach and McMahon, and they had a, a lot of guys there. Um, Steve Fuller might have still been there too. Um, but so I remember the 1987 draft. The 1988 draft, <laughs> this might stem from a Tales from 2 a.m., even though it wasn't 2 a.m. But I, uh, I was still 15 years old in 1988, not for the draft, but. I turned, uh, in 1987, I turned 88, but something happened where I was in the marching band and the reason I quit football and joined the marching band is because in 1986 at this time, they, the band was going to Ireland in 1987. The a big trip for 1988 was the citrus bowl when Penn state played Clemson, Clemson in the citrus bowl. And I went to the citrus bowl parade. With and I marched in the uh, Citrus Bowl parade. We marched at the Citrus Bowl, not the actual game, but it, it was great. And a lot of us were Penn State fans growing up in Johnstown, PA. So, what happened was, I uh, like I said, it's not exactly a two AM story, but I met. We were at a dance with all these different high schools. I met a uh, girl from St. Louis. Nothing. Dirty happen. It's not tales from 2 a.m. Um, but I did end up kissing this girl. And uh next thing you know, I have mono. And I had mono for like three months. <laughs> so 1988, I missed the entire, I mean, I missed most of the school year. We had this this uh, teacher, Mr. Golish, great teacher for algebra, or was it geometry? It was I think it was geometry. And he was one of those teachers. When you took a test, he would go through and hand back the test, but tell everybody in the room what they missed. And no one was embarrassed about it because it actually, you did better. One of the reasons you did better because you would do that. So I could still remember the lineup of, of people in that row and in the next row. Cause I was friends with them all. And I knew him. My best friend, Dave was in the first row and I'm sure he missed 12 on it. Um, my buddy Brian um, Berkheimer was second. Another guy named Brian was third, and then I was fourth. And then the next row 
I'm not going to name everybody in those rows. So he would go through and, and uh, Dave, you missed 12. Brian, you missed the seven. You missed three. Davis, you missed the whole six weeks. <laughs> and that's basically, I missed more than six weeks. I missed three months of school. But I got to watch that draft, and I was so invested after the year before. And for me, it was pretty awesome because the Steelers were going to make a pick. There's so many guys they could pick. They picked Aaron Jones from Eastern Kentucky. And I'm like, who is Aaron Jones? I was so bummed out about that. Uh, (laughs) So Aaron Jones. And I remember that was also the day MTV debuted a video. And I was all excited about this video. This is how geeky that I am. I was all excited because it was the world premiere of Weird Al Yankovic's fat video on that 1988 draft. And this was this was uh, not too far after I got to watch the entire NCAA tournament. Danny Manning in Kansas, Larry Brown, when they won it all over Oklahoma. So that's uh, just some memories I have of 1988. 1989. Okay, so I'm a senior in high school in 89. I'm not going through every draft, but these are some things that I do remember. I was in the musical Greece. I was one of the leads in Greece. And we had our final show the night before the draft. And actually, I'm sorry, the night before the second day of the draft. So I remember we, I got up, we had to go to do a dress rehearsal. I came back home to find out that the Steelers traded Mike Merriweather to the Vikings for another first round pick. The only time in my lifetime and it hasn't happened since. So it's really excited because the Steelers were going to get a running back. And I was hoping it was Barry Sanders, but I didn't think he was going to fall that far. But I really liked Tim Worley. And Tim Worley could have been a great player. Other things happened. You know, he had some injuries. He had some substance abuse problems that he only ended up in the league until for four years, which was a shame. But I was really excited about that pick. And then they have a second pick. And then they pick a guy from Pitt. And then the Steeler, the Pirates at the time, made a trade to the. It was a big trade at the time. They needed a shortstop badly. The shortstop that they had at the time was a guy that wasn't doing much. It was a guy they traded for early. He wasn't doing much. It was a guy named Jay Bell. And he wasn't really carrying the mail at the time. So they go for a great shortstop from the Seattle Mariners named Ray Quinones, and they had made this big trade. So everything was happening on that day. We were having the finale of Greece. I was going to stay up all night at the, the cast party. I was all excited. And the Steelers made a trade. The Pirates made a trade. Everything was growing great. I was so happy. Hindsight. That was one of the worst days in Pittsburgh history because Quinones was horrible. Tom Ricketts, who they pulled in from Pitt on the offensive line, didn't work out well. Tim Worley, I just told you about him. So it was kind of a bust of a draft. All these Hall of Famers went right before Tim Worley. A Hall of Famer went after Tim Worley, not immediately after, but about 10 picks later in Steve Atwater from Denver Broncos, but Aikman goes, Deion Sanders goes, um, Barry Sanders goes, 
Derek Thomas goes. All these guys go before the Steelers pick. But they thought Tim Worley was going to be another Hall of Famer. So it was uh, it ended up being a bust for the, the Steelers and the Pirates that day. And what happened to the guy that they didn't believe in? The one guy they did not believe in, Jay Bell, ended up being a great Pirate. One of the my favorite Pirates of all time in uh, one of the best shortstops in in pirate history as well. And they made that trade and they didn't have to, but just really interesting stuff there. Now, the second day of the draft, so I stayed up all night, but luckily the draft started at 12. So I got a few hours of sleep, but because I was in Greece and because the stage lights, you couldn't put gel in your hair. The only thing that the stage lights weren't going to dry out of your hair it was Vaseline. So I was trying to get a week's worth of Vaseline out of my hair. And I remember that trying to rush to get that done before the Steelers picked in the 1989 draft in the second round, which the second round ended up being better because that brought a guy named Carnell Lake. So they had a really good second round of that draft. Um, they actually, they had some really good picks in the 89 draft. I remember that. So just, Crazy memories of that. I'm going to flash forward to 1995. It was a Friday night, and the Steelers, I was getting ready to move out of Johnstown, and I was on my way to Elkins, West Virginia, for what ended up to be nine years. And I was really pumped for this draft because the Steelers were three yards short. The 60-minute men only went 59. And I was hoping that the 1995 season was going to be absolutely amazing for this team, and, and it was a great year. It was a Super Bowl year. They didn't win it, but it was awesome. And who are they going to bring in in the draft? And I remember not being thrilled about the tight end pick, but knowing that it was a, a good pick in Mark Broner. Then my buddies wanted to go out. And so, you know, I'm thinking, I don't want to go out during the draft, but they wanted to go out for the night. And they said, hey, we're just going to go hang out at the infamous Chi-Chi's. It wasn't infamous back then, but we hung out in the bar at Chi-Chi's. So we ate Mexican food. We drank. We had a good time. And next thing you know, they're picking a guy named Cordell Stewart. And we remembered him from that miracle pass against Minnesota, excuse me, Michigan the year before. And so we, we remember that. Um, so that's kind of what we did. We watched that. And then Brendan Stye comes along in the third. And it was a lot of fun. So I remember that. I did not get E. coli that night, which that didn't happen until years later. I thought Chi Chi's was a really good restaurant. I loved it. I know they had problems in 2002, which shut the whole thing down, which is a shame because that, that place was fun. Good food. I went there a lot and I hated Mexican food until I discovered Chi Chi's. Then everything changed. Now I love it. Let's go to 2003. I'm working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and I'm working there and I snuck in a TV. I was the manager. So I was working alone on a Saturday and I snuck in a TV so I could watch the draft and I watched them trade up to get Troy Palomalo. And I'll never forget that in the, being in this little cubicle watching this game and watching this draft and watching Troy come to town. 2004, I was I was in Clarksburg, West Virginia at the time, and I was with a different branch of Enterprise, and we uh, we counted down 
everybody at enterprise was, was counting down. And it's funny. Monka Monka says you're being overworked by BTSC. They have you doing everything now. I'm the podcast producer. So I'm in charge of everything. So I want to be the fill in guy and help out. So when I say in charge, I take care of the podcast end. So, so I'm the one overworking myself. <laughs> so, but in 2004, we were counting it on the Ben and that's was such an amazing draft day because on a couple of days earlier, the Pat Tillman tragedy happened and that, uh, that really put a pall on everything. It, it was terrible. And I remember, on that, I believe that was on on uh, the Thursday, right before the draft, and they ended up wearing this the St. Louis, the Arizona Cardinal helmet and the uh, the forty for uh, Pitt on their lapels. Um, but I remember us counting down, and everybody was wanting Ben Roethlisberger, but we knew they weren't going to get him, so we were getting ready, and everybody was getting ready for Philip Rivers to be the next Pittsburgh quarterback. I remember coming out because I was the manager at the time and I would come out and I said, Hey, guess what? I just heard on the radio. The one guy that they think is going to be a possible 10, 12 year starter in this league in this draft is Philip Rivers. So maybe it's not that bad. And I, well, you know, I'd rather have Eli. I'd rather have all these guys wanted Ben. And I, my buddy, my buddy, Chad to this day, he was a, uh, he was a manager at another branch and would call back and forth. He wanted Ben Rothlinberger really bad. He kept on calling him Rothlinberger. And, and I'm like, they're never going to get Roth, uh, Rothlinberger. They're not, never going to get Roethlisberger. And so what happened is Eli decides that he's going to not want to play in San Diego. And everything changed. And watching that draft, I made cheesesteaks for myself. I was at my apartment by myself and I made cheesesteaks and I had this great West Virginia um, cheesesteak sauce from a place called Oliverio's. And I'll never forget that. And I made these cheesesteaks and I'm watching the draft and I was getting renter's insurance and the guy from the renter's insurance wanted to come. And I said, you got to come right before one o'clock because that's when this draft starts and then you've got to be out of here. <laughs> and I remember rushing them out, making my cheesesteaks, watching this and it just being amazing, thinking that the Steelers got their next quarterback, hopefully for the next 12 years. Well, look where we are now. We're going on season 18. So just great memories of that draft. I talked about this earlier, 2005, All not earlier today, but earlier this week, all of my friends and I, we went to Vegas and I don't know why they picked draft weekend. I'm like, guys, it's draft weekend. They're like, quit being stupid. You dork. And I'm like, no. So we were out playing something called casino golf. And you know how you have bar golf. We played casino golf and my friend made this huge 18 hole card. And my gosh, um, for a guy that does not drink now. And I barely drank back then. I got obliterated. I won bar golf but I just got absolutely obliterated. And I remember standing there, they're all playing blackjack and we're at this hole for casino golf. And I'm like, no, Steelers are about to pick. You guys go do your thing. I'm going over here where I think we're at the Imperial palace at the time. And I'm 
the, the casino was not hopping at this time of day. And I'm just staring up at the TV, waiting to see who they're going to pick next. And it ends up being Heath Miller. Heath happened that day. So I'll never forget where I was. In 2006, I talked about this a couple times this week too, on different shows. The woman who is my beautiful wife of 14 years decided that she was going to break up with me right before the NFL draft by phone. And it ended, the breakup lasted, like I said, about two hours. And um, we got back together right before they picked Santonio Holmes. And it, it was just one of those things. She was having a bad day. We weren't even fighting. It was just uh, she was afraid things weren't working out, being a little bit pessimistic, and broke up with me that day. And I'm like, you never break up with somebody before the NFL draft. You can't. And so... um she hasn't broken up with me since, so that's that's a good thing. Um, 2007, I was in the autograph at an autograph signing, and I was working because I had a buddy. Um, my buddy Bob, he put together in Frostburg, Maryland, and Cumberland, Maryland, he would put together uh, some autograph signings, and he would help me work it. I mean, he would have me help work it. So I remember sitting up there. And the two guys that were there were Anthony Smith, uh, one of the 2006 draft picks from that San Antonio draft, and Ryan Clark. And I remember I'm on my phone trying to figure out, and we're signing autograph, and Ryan Clark yells over, who'd we get? Who'd we get? And I was like, I'll, I'll let you know. And because a lot of us thought they were going to get Revis and then the Jets traded up and I'm like, Jets traded up for Revis. He's like, oh, okay. And I said, we got Lawrence Timmons at number 15. He's like, that's a great pick. Timmons is tough. And I remember, uh, I remember Ryan Clark yelling that. So that was, that was just uh, awesome. He was like, that's a great pick. Good job. And they, then they end up getting uh, Lamar Woodley in the, the second round of that draft, Mike Tomlin's first draft. And I'll never forget being in the mall, trying to watch the draft on my phone and, and giving updates. On uh, 2009, my wife was very, very, very pregnant with my uh, daughter. And we decided that we would go to Pittsburgh Let's see, that was the end of April, and my daughter came on May 14th officially, but this was April, and it ended up being a 92-degree day. And we went to Pittsburgh for the draft party at Heinz Field. But it was so hot, we saw nothing of the party. We ended up leaving, and I, uh, I thought it was the smartest thing to do because she was miserable. So I don't remember anything of the draft party. I remember... Um, watching them uh, draft uh, Ziggy Hood and being like, okay, I, I don't know anything about this guy. And I didn't, I really didn't know anything about him, but that was uh that was that draft day. But I remember thinking, my gosh, is my wife going to go into labor? Will my daughter be born at Heinz field? And part of me was hoping <laughs> I'm like, what if she comes now? If she's born in Heinz field, that would be epic. <laughs> it didn't happen. Um <laughs> So in 2012, that's when David DeCastro was uh, a funny story about that. David DeCastro was picked and we were waiting for DeCastro and I went over to a friend's house 
and very close friends. I talk about my buddy Darren and his wife Michelle all the time. I watch almost all the games with Darren, and we're watching the draft together. And he made steaks before the draft on the grill, and I had just gotten my gallbladder out. And I am the kind of guy that I have certain condiments that I like to take with me. And I had, my wife was, her dad was in the hospital in, in Baltimore a couple of weeks earlier. And they had a room service tray where they sent up a one and they had this tiny little bottle of a one. So she gave me the a one and I had just gotten my gallbladder out a couple of days before the draft. And I put the a one in my pocket after dinner and I guess I didn't put the, the uh, lid on and I'm sitting on the couch and then I went, Oh no, Oh no, Oh no. And <laughs> on my side, you saw all this brown stuff and I'm jumping up. I don't want to get on the couch. And they thought because I had my gallbladder taken out that I had an accident. And they're like, Oh my God, what did you just do? <laughs> and it wasn't a joke. It was like, uh, the a one broke in my pocket. <laughs> A1 steak sauce all over the place. And they were relieved that they were just cleaning steak sauce <laughs> off of their couch. I cleaned it for them. But <laughs> in the 2013 draft, I was uh I was with my uh with a pharmaceutical company and we were at an awards banquet in Arizona where uh the uh top 10% got to go to this banquet and I had to uh I had to watch the results of Jarvis Jones on my phone. I missed a lot of that draft, but I kept on checking on my phone when we were touring Arizona that entire weekend. It was such a it was a great great weekend. Missed a lot of the draft. We were kayaking. And I remember my wife will never go kayaking with me again cuz I ran in there was a bald eagle flying above and I got distracted and I ran us into a tree and then almost tipped us over and then a, the tree fell and a spider came in and oh, I was, and then, uh, hit my wife, the uh, tree hit my wife, like a branch, not the tree. Um, and a spider landed and she's definitely afraid of spiders. So it was, it was a great weekend. Um, 2014, I remember making chili when the Ryan Shazier pick came in and I, I tell this all the time. I hated the Ryan Shazier pick. Then now I'm looking back and I was like, man, boy, was I stupid. I just didn't like the pick at the time. And now what do I know? Because they know more than me. 2018, Tony and I uh, did the live draft together on blog talk radio. And we, uh, we just did the first round pick. And I remember us being surprised with the whole Terrell Edmonds thing. In 2019, I remember that this was, after the uh, Devin Bush pick for, for number two, for uh, day two, we uh, I forgot that we bought tickets. I told my wife it was okay. We can buy tickets for the whole family to go to a Beatles cover band. And so here I am trying to write knee-jerk reactions for the draft, watch the draft on my phone, and listen to a Beatles cover band, which was awesome, by the way. And I remember my my son, Connor, who you met on the show, he's big into the Beatles. And he was, gosh, he was 11 at the time. And he was, he was dancing. Uh, he made friends and all these older ladies were dancing with Connor. And, and I'm like, my gosh, if I come out in the morning, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's meeting all these, uh, 
all these women and dancing. I'm like, if I come out in the morning at breakfast and I see one of these women wearing a Steeler jersey, Connor Steeler jersey or a scout uniform, I'm going to wonder what's going on. And then, but I guess you just don't say that when your kid's 11, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's 2 a.m. version 2.0 in a few years. Who knows? Um, anyways, does anybody have any great draft day memories? You might, you definitely might. And that's kind of where I was in all those drafts. Um, I didn't really look at the live chat that much. Um, Jim Bork, his memories of the 2004 draft. Um, my family and I were in the Chicago airport connecting a flight to Tampa. Our plane left as the Steelers pick waited for the plane to land as the plane taxied to the Tampa airport. I called a friend and found out the Steelers had drafted big Ben. That's pretty awesome. Um, Brian Brown says talking Steelers football must be a dream job. I can talk about the Steelers all day long. Nobody ever has to pay me. It's a hobby. Um, it's a part-time job for me. It's not my real source of income. It is, uh, but it's something I've always dreamed of doing. And I get a chance to do it, Brian. So I absolutely love doing this. I'm just blessed to have this, this uh, platform. Um, <laughs> Brian also says, Alanis Morissette, tribute to Alanis Morissette. I got A1 in my pocket and the other hand's waving a terrible towel. <laughs> yeah, A1 in my pocket. And that is a true story. Uh, <laughs> so that's really funny. Snowman, I think Snowman, um, somebody got dumped by text. Yeah, Snowman did, which don't break up with anybody by text. Didn't Britney Spears got like divorced over text or something. Um, but yeah, he got broken up with over text message. I'm sorry to hear that snowman. I really, that stinks. Um, luckily we didn't break up for long. I wouldn't let her break up with me. I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> and then we were fine, but I'm like, you don't break up with anybody before the Steelers draft Santonio Holmes. That's it. Well, with that being said, hey, we had a lot of fun today. Check us out tomorrow live at 8 p.m., which is Monday if you're not listening to this live. Monday night, we are having right here, we're going to have our BTSC contributor draft. We're going to see, we're going to duke it out to see who the Steelers are going to pick. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. So join us for that. Also, if you get a chance, join us next week for the live live chat draft. And we went over uh, the picks. We picked them out of little eggs today. And I hope everybody's happy with who they got. And you, you saw our scientific way to draft with Sharpie, a piece of paper, and an Easter egg. And my thanks to my partner in crime today, Connor Michael Anthony Davis, for helping me out. Like I said, he has the show-off gene as well. So, you know, that's uh, apple, the Easter egg doesn't fall far from the uh, tree. Aaron Butler, I know he's a, uh, a Baltimore fan. I, I love this guy. Hey, bad. It's going to be a long, hurting, depressing season for Marylanders, Steeler fans, double-dose Steelers in basement, and Ravens on top to the Super Bowl. Aaron, we will see... There's always black and gold magic, and we might not be singing that song or crowing that song in December 
January and February of next year. But I appreciate you being on the show, Aaron. Um, thanks so much. For all of you, I appreciate you. Remember, I ask you to do three things, and they're very important. Be safe. Always be true to yourself. And always, always be behind the steel curtain. We'll see you, my friends. I love you all. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.